0: Hello, and welcome to the third episode of Ancient Warfare Answers, our new series of very short videos uh, in which we try to answer one particular question real quick in five to ten minutes. Uh, with me today is Murray Dahm, the assistant editor of Ancient Warfare, and I'm Jasper Orthuis, and I'm the editor of the magazine. And question today is Greek, so it goes to Murray, and it is... <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, that's how we sort of divided Um, them, Yeah, uh, at least for now. now. Um, The question is, Murray, um, what can you tell me about the organization of the Athenian army? Oh, what a good question. Um, Because, of course, there's so much focus given to the Spartans and the ancient Spartan army. And, of course, we know a lot about the ancient Spartan army, written by Athenians on the most part. Um, And the bizarre thing is that they seem to have neglected telling us about their own army. So we've got a couple of sources from various different time periods, and we have to work out whether it's telling us something that exists when it was written. Uh, so there's a, there's a work by, well, people say Aristotle, but then there's the pseudo-Aristotle, Athenian constitution, which gives us information in the 320s, and then it's the, uh, how far back does that go. So we have Herodotus, who's telling us about the 10 Strategoi who have a daily command, and they rotate that daily command, but at the same time there's a Polemarch, Callimachus at the Battle of Marathon, Um, And we're not sure if that's a transitional system or whether Herodotus has got it wrong um, or whether they're drawn by lot or whether they're elected. Later, and it would seem to be reasonably soon after the Battle of Marathon, what you have is the ten strategoi at Athens are elected from the entire body of citizens, not from the tribe of the individual Um, so they wouldn't elect their own or they wouldn't draw lots of their own. They would elect 10 from uh, the entire citizen body and they'd be assigned different tasks, um, whether it be guarding the Piraeus or staying at home or going on campaign. So those 10 uh, strategoi, uh, strategos is the individual, they would be the commander of a particular expedition. Below them, uh, you would have 10 taxi arcs. So every Athenian army is designed that they have a list of the men who are eligible, for the catalogue of uh, men who are over the age of 18 up to the age of 60, and they basically get assigned to go on a campaign, generally by lot, but there might have been more organisation in terms of how they chose who went on what campaign where. And then from those men, the tribes would elect their uh, their taxi arc. So each taxase, so each division within the Athenian army uh, would have 10 taxase. So each tribe, one of the 10 tribes of Athens, would have a taxase each. So there'd be 10 taxase, uh, a taxis is the singular, and that's the interesting thing. So if they have an army of 3,000 men, then they have... 10 taxeis of approximately 300 men each. Uh, if they have an army of 7,000 men, such as the Battle of Delium in 424, where every single Athenian is called up, every man available is sent to, to the Battle of Delium, there's 7,000 hoplites. So again, you're going to have 10 taxis, taxis of 700 men approximately. So there's the taxi arc. Below that, uh, and this is where things get, well, why don't we know anything more? Within each taxis there are a certain number of lochoi. So you have the uh, the lochagos, who's the commander of the lochoi. Now, they don't tell us how many lochoi there are in an Athenian army or within an Athenian taxis. And various different scholars have put forward various different arguments. The biggest confusion, of course, is that in the Spartan army, you start uh, with, you have two lower um, divisions. So you have... The Locos below the Locos is the Pentecostes and below that is the Enomotarch, uh, the enum, oh, saying the word wrong. so the Enomotia. So an Enomotia in the Spartan I army mean, has thirty-two men or about between twenty-six and forty, depending on which scholar you're following. The uh, Pentecostes has hundred and twenty-eight. And the Locos has a 512, um, mostly taken from the Battle of Mantinea in 418, because that gives us the information Thucydides does. But his information differs from Xenophon's information, which talks about Mora of 600 men. But, but that's Spartan, that's not Athenian. So in the Athenian, we, we end with the Locos, and we don't know how many Locoi there were. We don't know if there's any smaller division. No one's ever mentioned as having a smaller command. Some people say there's 100 men per Locos. Some people say there's 50. Some people say there's more. But I think using the Lysistrata of Aristophanes and several other uh, pieces of evidence that there's a good reason to think that the Locos at Athens was 30 men. So uh, you've got a couple of mentions of a particular unit at Athens which had 300 men, the, the Athenian 300. No one's ever heard of them. And it's it, that makes a lot of sense. They, they fight at the Battle of Plataea. Uh, they also fight at the Battle of Onifita. Um And it seems that that would be most make most sense if it was ten locoi, one from each tribe, of thirty men each. So you have got three hundred. That's your that's your your, your unit of three hundred. Um, so anyway, so if if you've got that, you've got a the Stratagos who commands, then the taxiarch who commands a, a taxace, and there's ten of those. Below that there are. Uh, a certain number of locoi, um and those are ca- commanded by a Um and i 'm arguing that there 's thirty men per for per Um which means of course if you 've got a hundred men in your tax ace you 've got three roughly now again these aren't, these aren 't exact numbers, um, and we love exact numbers in in ancient military history it's a it 's a nineteenth century hangover where you can break things down exactly and th- these are vague the The major point we can point out is the the line depth of the Athenian phalanx is generally eight ranks deep, and that doesn't divide evenly in most of the army numbers that we have. So there's going to be some kind of vagaries in terms of how deep. Of course, the depth has also changed by, at some points it's 10, at some points it's 16, at some points it's 12, and, you know, uh, at uh, Muntiaia in 404 and famously at the Battle of uh, Delium it's 25 50 shields and then Leuctra's 50 shields as well. So the depth changes um, based on terrain, based on the choice of the commander um, so that all divides. so there's a there's some some odd things going on. Of course in the deems there's another one. So Athens has 139 deems. They're divided amongst the 10 tribes. Some deems are very popular populated, others aren't. So the number of men from each deem is going to change. But it all evens out that you've got whatever army divided into 10, 10 tribal taxis, then that's divided into a certain number of lokoi. Um And uh, I think that that's, that's, that's the Athenian army organization. Sounds very democratic, almost. Very, very. Well, they, they elected their officers by shows of hands. So, uh, very democratic. And you think, you know, if they lost a taxi arc or a locker, locker goss on campaign, they would have presumably elected another one um, immediately rather than have to go through a, rig, a whole rigmarole. Certainly, um, if they lose their strategos, they, they get another one sent out as soon as possible. So, flexible. Very, very democratic. Very flexible. very flexible. Thank you. See you next week. It's a pleasure. Indeed. Bye.